Hello and welcome to Navigating the Modern World. I am Kimberly Johnson, a Buddhist life coach, meditation teacher, writer, and speaker. I am currently under the mentorship of Jack Cornfield and Tara Bra. My hope for this podcast is that it is a place for you to come with all of your 10,000 sorrows and your 10,000 joys and to explore the depths of your heart and your life. If this podcast ever speaks to you, please share it with those you love and go over to whatever platform you listen and rate and review it. Thank you so much for being here. Hello and welcome to episode 134 of Navigating the Modern World. I'm Kimberly. I am so excited that you're here. Um, Today, I'm going to just kind of ramble about change because I'm on a roll. (laughs) If you listened to my last podcast, you might know what I'm talking about. And if you haven't, then this is just a glorious rambling about the nature of change. And it's really an exploration because this morning during my meditation sit, I had this idea pop into my mind. And so I kind of wanted to share it. I found it very fascinating and I find it more and more fascinating the more that I kind of allow myself to ponder and contemplate it. But what I noticed in my life coaching practice is that and in my life, let's be honest, um, is that change is really hard. And we humans, we love to cling to our habitual patterns. We love to cling to our habitual ways of thinking. We love to cling to you know, our viewpoints, our beliefs, like we love to cling to these things and to change them is quite challenging. And so this morning I'm sitting in meditation and I begin just kind of thinking about change for whatever reason. And it came to me, it kind of popped into my mind that one of the reasons that potentially we have a hard time changing is because if we really begin observing the natural world in reality, we begin to really see kind of how the reality of our day-to-day, things are always changing. And we can look at this in a lot of different ways, right? The weather's different every day, Um Maybe if you have children, you know, what your children are doing is different every day or the problems or the challenges you have with your children are different every day or have different flavors every day. What we eat every day is different. Um, The problems that we're solving at work or the people that we're meeting for work are different every day. Um like just little things, the tasks around the house might be different every day. Just the little tiny things, the clothes we wear are different every day, right? It's just like, there is constant change, constant change. And it depending upon the time of the month, 
you might have to deal with um, different emotional states or different um, challenges in just your day to day. Like I need to pay the bills now because it's the first or um, it's the middle of the month and I have to pay my phone bill. Like it's just things are constantly changing and we're constantly having to like balance all of these balls in the air of just normal day to day life. And because of that, I wonder if change is hard because how humans try to really kind of like be okay with the change that we don't really have much control over, the change that's kind of occurring in the world or at our work or in our relationships or with our children or, you know, in order to kind of combat the discomfort of that constant change. We create habits, and these habits kind of become like safe places for us. They become a constant for us, even if the habit is not healthy. Like if you come home and you drink after work every day, right, let's say, then coming home to, you know, open the bottle of wine or pop open the beer is just so comforting because when you get home you know what you're you know what you're going to do you know what is waiting for you and there's something about I think we cling to these habits these these habitual ways of being because they create a sense of stability in a world that is actually quite unstable even our life is unstable but we We don't really like to look at that. That's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable to think about that today might be your last day walking the earth. And and so instead of facing that or facing the discomfort of change that's, that's occurring, that is going to occur, we can't do anything about that. We latch onto these little things that give us some semblance of stability and security and almost like a returning to. And I think we do this in a lot of different ways. We do this with our beliefs, right? If I believe something, then when things get crazy in life or in the world, I have something to fall back on. I have something to really think about or something to kind of save me. Or we do this with our habits, you know, we, when work, we have a bad day at work or things are uncomfortable, then we know we can turn to TV or wine or, you know, food or social media. We have these kind of habits that give us a sense of something repetitive and something that feels normal, something that feels um, or familiar. And because these things feel normal and familiar, we aren't connected to the changing nature of those things. And I was thinking about even if you do the same habitual pattern, how actually it's different every time. It's actually quite different every time and it changes every time, you know, like if you're drinking wine, maybe the type of wine you change, you know, changes or 
the amount that you pour into the glass changes or the amount that you drink changes or when you put that into your body how it's changing your body um right? And this is with food. This is with social media, like getting on social media every night. We don't realize, you know, we're not connected to that. It's constant change that like, you know, it feels like we're seeing different people and different photos of their life or how in taking all of this material is changing our own beliefs about ourselves or our own beliefs about life. And the interesting thing, as I'm kind of, you know, talking about this, like I said, this is a rambling, as I'm talking about it, I actually think sometimes we do these habits to elicit change, right? So if you've had a a stressful day, we might open up the bottle of wine because that will change our state of mind. We almost do it to elicit change because we are not connected to the truth that everything is going to change anyway. That if we sit in the discomfort, right, of the stressful day long enough, that that too will go away. We don't actually have to pour the wine or turn on the TV to have it change quicker. Like we can just observe what's here and it will change on its own. And I think a lot of times we aren't connected to change and life can feel boring, right? Like we can get, we can get really bored in life thinking that we're just doing the same thing over and over and over again. And then we try to change it up, so to speak. I'm like using air quotes. And because we're trying to change it up, it's really that we're just not aware of what's actually going on, which is whatever's here right now is going to eventually change. And what we do in life, instead of just observing what's here and being curious about what's here or getting to know, you know, the nature of life and reality more, we just kind of fill our time. It's like we would rather um, go from like thing to thing to thing to thing to thing quickly to kind of like keep us stimulated instead of having our stimulation be an act of being really present with whatever is occurring in our minds or in our bodies or in our emotional bodies. Instead, we just kind of distract ourselves with creating constant change in our outer world or, um, you know, continuously picking up these habits that we have that give us a sense of security and safety inside of the constant changing nature of life. And it's really interesting because it it kind of like... um, it sounds like they oppose like these these two ideas that I've kind of brought to the table that I'm rambling about. They seem to kind of oppose each other. Like, are we going to the habit because it creates stability? Or are we going to the habit because we want something to change? And maybe it doesn't really matter. Maybe the point is, is that we go to these habits 
because we just don't want to feel any form of unpleasant sensation or discomfort. And whether that's boredom, if it's the discomfort of boredom, or whether it's the discomfort of change, right? Like, ugh, I can't handle all this change. I'm going to open the wine or, you know, whatever it is that really maybe the bottom line is, is that we are just deeply uncomfortable with our discomfort. And so we pick up these habits that provide us some bit of quick relief or quick pleasure And we kind of substitute our ability to sit with ourselves with these kind of quick fixes. And, you know, the, the place to maybe get curious is where you're struggling to change and begin to really just notice the discomfort that lives in that arena of your life. And maybe, you know, I feel like so many times I see, and I have experienced myself, this sense of, you know, quote unquote, failing to change. I think it's because we we see change as like this linear path. It's like, you know, it's kind of like if you saw a graph, like the line just going up towards change, like you're here where you are and then all of a sudden one day you'll be there when I kind of think the graph looks like up, down, up, down, up, down, you know, peaks and valleys, peaks and valleys where change is a, a more chaotic, a more up and down a more there's you know joy in it and then there's discomfort in it and then there's joy you like see the result and there's joy and then the next day you're feeling crappy and you really want the old habit but you're not letting yourself have it so you just you know it's like it is this kind of up and down journey and if we can begin to take on that journey just one moment at a time not necessarily needing to obsess about the end result or who will be at the end or what will happen at the end but being really curious about our suffering in this moment and really experiencing what we're experiencing in this moment and bringing a huge dose of compassion and kindness to ourself when we're suffering in our moments, then maybe, you know, we can begin to make small choices every day and every moment. And really understanding, beginning to understand that you know, something that's been super helpful for me with change is to recognize and to kind of name, like for me when I was drinking, you know, I began to really say to myself, this drink is not going to make me feel better. I'm going to wake up tomorrow with the same problems. Or this cookie (laughs) is not going to make me feel better. This is not what I'm actually wanting or needing. 
And then getting really curious about, well, what am I wanting or needing? Well, I'm wanting comfort. Okay. Okay. Well, what could maybe really begin to comfort me? What could, you know, comfort me in this moment in a healthy way where I won't wake up tomorrow with regret and needing more comfort? And for me, what I've noticed too is that it's subtle things, you know, like for me, comfort has ended up being where I just literally will lay on the floor and roll around and like it kind of is like stretching or yoga or something, but really it's just like it feels so good to lie on the ground and just allow my body to move how it wants to and It's like simple, little, subtle things or like sitting on the couch and, you know, for me, it's like maybe I'm craving sugar at night or whatever and I just begin to notice like, okay, notice the craving, notice am I feeling uncomfortable, where do I feel uncomfortable? And then a lot of times it'll like end up with me just like closing my eyes and really breathing through the discomfort. Every woman who's ever given birth knows <laughs> knows this life. No, it's like a contraction. I have not given birth, so I don't really know what I'm talking about, but that's what it that's the image that I just had in my mind. It's like it's like this is the suffering that leads to non-suffering as the buddha says this is the suffering that leads to non-suffering it's almost like when we have cravings for these habitual patterns that ultimately aren't good for us or don't serve us that every time we have a craving it's like a little contraction you know it's like okay sitting through the discomfort knowing that it's like an ocean wave and that we actually are capable of riding the waves. We actually are capable of riding the waves of discomfort in our life. And we don't have to just latch on to the thing that's right next to us in order to try to save ourselves. But actually, we have the ability to ride the wave all the way home. And I I really see it as like, you know, you're on the surfboard, right? There's a discomfort that arises. This is the wave. And every time we grab for something, whatever it might be, it might be social media, it might be um, a dating app. I know that life too. It might be food. It might be alcohol. It might be marijuana, whatever it is. Um it might be exercise, you know, whatever it is, that every time we grab for that, instead of riding the wave, we actually jump off the surfboard. And then we're back in the water and we still have to get to shore. You know, we're still trying to get to shore. And shore, for me, is just being at peace with myself and my life. And knowing that I have the capabilities of going to bed at night not feeling shameful of what I did and not waking up feeling, you know, bloated or heavy or regretful from decisions that I made the night before. And as we, you know, practice riding the waves of discomfort, 
we slowly, like it does get easier and we slowly begin to see the change occurring, but it is this kind of slow process that isn't linear. It's not up, 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 up until we're enlightened. It's more like, oh, this feels great. I'm seeing change. Oh my God, I feel like crap and I want to reach for the thing. And sometimes when we're down low, we do reach for the thing. And that's actually okay. The thing is, is that when you reach for the thing, don't use it as an excuse to just think or badmouth yourself or bash yourself of like, oh, I'm never going to change. Like, no, this is part of change. In the next moment, you get another chance. You're not doomed if you, you know, have the cookie. You're doomed when you think you begin to tell yourself that you can't change. And it's just not true. Like change is hard or challenging or takes time and energy, but you can change. I love this mantra. In fact, I've used this mantra many, many times in my life. I can change. I can change this. I am capable of changing this. I am capable of creating my life. I am capable of recreating a new story for myself. I am capable. And having that be the mantra and then continuously staying on the surfboard, riding the waves, riding the waves. And when we jump off, knowing that we don't just have to live in the cold water, that we can get back on the surfboard and that we can do that the very next moment. Every moment is new. That's the nature of change is that every single moment is new. And even if you feel like you're not making change, you are, you are changing and it is changing. And Maybe your focus is just too far in the future, like really wanting this thing in the future and it seems too far away so you keep jumping off the surfboard. You know, or maybe you're so focused on the past, like all these things that you've done in the past that you don't see how you could ever change it now. You know, and so just redirecting your attention to right now. What's going on right now? Can I sit with the suffering or the discomfort right now? Can I ride the wave? And sometimes, you know, I, when I'm helping people through meditation or I'm helping people through life stuff, I'm, I sometimes suggest them to jump off the surfboard, but to jump off the surfboard, you can do it in different ways. So experimenting with how you do it. So maybe if like eating sugar at night is your thing, maybe, you know, trying a piece of fruit and trying like maybe a a really fibrous piece of fruit, like an apple. Um, Or instead of having six cookies, try having two. Like slowly, remember, it's the up and down. It's the slow, slow moving. You don't have to jump off the high dive on your first jump. And sometimes that works for people. So if that works for you and you know that's the type a thing that works for you and you've actually seen it create lasting change for you. Okay, great. Um, jump off the freaking high dive. Go for it. I love it. And if jumping off the high dive, you've tried it many times and then you just end up back where you were, you know, 
giving yourself permission to try new things, giving yourself permission to really, you know, sitting with the discomfort of change. Change is uncomfortable, but I feel like every time we sit with the discomfort of change, that we actually are just training for life because life is going to bring us big changes, you know, and the biggest change will be death. And, you know, maybe, just maybe life is constantly giving us opportunity to prepare for that. And it might be with looking at and observing and changing small habits and knowing that you can do it. You can do it. And maybe learning more and more that the stability in life comes from being able to roll with the changes, to be to being able to, to really ride the waves of this life, that that becomes your stability. That becomes your security of like, okay, life is going to change and I know that I am adaptable. I know that I can ride this wave. Because the waves are going to keep coming. And that doesn't have to be a bad thing. It can be a beautiful thing. It can be an adventurous thing. It can be, wow, things are always changing. How can I really watch that and observe that and get curious about that? I think the more that we observe the changing nature of everything and we begin embracing that changing nature, the more that we actually will understand or see the truth of this life. And you know something that I always am whispering to myself when things get hard is this will change. And you know, there's another saying, I think this might be, I'm not sure where this comes from. If somebody knows, please let me know. Um, I could also Google it. <laughs> I, I heard this quote the other day that like literally we have every bit of knowledge at our fingertips. And if you don't, you know, use it. It's just like laziness. I don't know if I believe that, but it's just like, literally we have, like I could Google where the saying comes from. So there you go. If I want to know, I can Google it. Um, this too shall pass. This too shall pass. This will change. So today, as you walk through your life, if something gets sticky or you get caught or you feel stuck. Maybe just open up to the curiosity of it changing. And maybe ask yourself, you know, a really good question is like, was this here when I was five years old? Will this be here in 30 years, 20 years? Like really beginning to open up to the, the changing nature of all of life. Hmm. Okay, I think I'm done rambling. <laughs> I hope you guys have an amazing, an amazing day wherever you are in the world. Um, I adore you. I am so grateful that you spend this time with me. Okay, until next time.